For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the fourth from Dishfalk Field in Austin, Texas. BYU with some work to do, trailing 7-0. Back to the top of the order. Pintar, McIntyre, and Deming will bat facing Ty Madden. And the first pitch is strike one to Pintar. Pintar lined out to third in his first plate appearance. A hot shot to Cam Williams there at third. The 0-1 to Pintar. Swing and a miss. And Penny falls behind 0-2. The 0-2 pitch. Penny tried to check his swing, but he couldn't. Strike three. And I believe that strikeout number five for Madden. One away here in the top of the fourth. Mitch McIntyre grounded out to short in the first, so his second plate appearance. On deck, third baseman Austin Deming. And the first pitch for Madden in there for strike one, 95 miles an hour on the fastball. One out, bases empty, top of the fourth, 7-0 Texas. The 0-1 pitch, inside, and so inside, I think it may have hit. Yep, it did. It hit Mitch McIntyre, I think, on the foot. Hey, we'll take the base runner. A hit by pitch. Gives BYU their first base runner. Austin Deming, the batter with one out and one on. Deming struck out in his first plate appearance and looks at ball one in the dirt from Madden. Ty Madden. Probably going to hear his name very early in the upcoming Major League Baseball draft in June. Be on time for a fastball here, Deming. The 1-0 to Deming. Another slider. And ball two. So... Austin ahead of Madden. Two balls and no strikes. The 2-0 pitch to Deming. Deming lines it into the gap in left center. The left fielder, Kennedy, moves to his left to make the the catch. And two away. Another hard hit ball. Yes, it was. That's right. And Kennedy was shading towards left center. Yep. They've played, defensively, they've played BYU pretty accurately. So two away, still one on. And the batter, the cleanup hitter, Josh Cowden. And he looks at strike one on the outside. Uh, hits your first home run career-wise right here, Cowden. The 0-1 pitch. 
Ball one away. One ball and one strike. It's funny when I watch the replay because the replay is about probably five, six seconds behind live, behind us. And their their miles per hour says that pitch was 87. And on the scoreboard it said 96. That's a big difference. That's quite the difference. And they've been saying that all day. They've, it's, it, it shows a lot less than it is. Even for Cy, it was saying Cy was throwing 84, 85 when you saw a bunch of 93s up there. The 1-1 pitch. Someone needs to fix that gun. Jammed Cowden. Grounder to second. Over to first in time. And the Cougars are retired in the top of the fourth. 7-0 Longhorns heading to the bottom of the inning on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the fourth inning, 7-0. Texas, Cy Nielsen, back out for another inning of work. BYU making some defensive substitutions, still waiting to see exactly what those are. The inning is not officially started yet, so Cy is getting a couple of warm-up tosses. And it looks like... I believe we have a new center fielder. I think McIntyre has moved over to left. We're still waiting to get the official word on the alignment. And that's right. Yep. Danny Jelilich defensively is now in center field. Mitch McIntyre is in left. So Danny Jelilich making his first appearance in the game today. I believe that is the only change that has been made defensively, and that is. And the batter leading off the bottom of the fourth, Trey Faltini, looks at ball one from Cy Nielsen. Faltini, Williams, and Zubia, who have done major damage in this series and today, do up for the Longhorns. The 1-0 pitch inside, now 2-0 to Faltini. Trey Faltini, the redshirt freshman from Richmond, Texas, 6'2", 195, right now hitting 176, but he scored four runs. The 2-0 pitch, hits the outside corner, strike one. Jelilich should be hitting in place of Hayden Latham then in the seventh spot in the order. We will see Jelilich bat in the top of the fifth. Nielsen with the 2-1 pitch. Strike two, even in the count at two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. Nielsen delivers to Faltini. Misses low, three and two. Three runs in the bottom of the first, four runs in the bottom of the second. Gives Texas its 7-0 lead here in the bottom of the fourth. The payoff pitch to Faltini. Misses inside. Ball four. And Faltini will head down to first base with his second walk of the evening. He's been on base all three times. A single in the first 
and then back-to-back walks in the second and fourth innings. Third baseman Cameron Williams, Cam Williams, from Odessa, Florida, will now hit with nobody out and a runner at first base. Timeout is called. Cy will step off the mound. Now he's back and ready to go. Faltini, certainly a candidate to steal. The first pitch, jammed Williams, jammed it off of his leg. He fouled that actually off his foot, it looks like. Strike one. Sigh up to 75 pitches here in the bottom of the fourth. Williams hitting 375 with six hits, two home runs, five runs batted in, and three runs scored. He's a good baseball player, man. He's done just about anything. The plate defensively, running the bases. The 0-1 pitch. Misses inside, one ball and one strike. Game three of this four-game series. The finale tomorrow afternoon. Three central, two mountain here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. The 1-1 pitch to Williams. Fouled off, back to the screen. One ball and two strikes. Sai is coming after Cam Williams. Sai has one strikeout, and it was Williams in the first inning. Just a reminder, change defensively to begin this inning. Danny Jelilich now in center field. Mitch McIntyre moving over to left. Zach Zubia on deck. Runner at first, nobody out, and a 1-2 count to Cam Williams. Sai looking at first and now delivers the one-two. Strike three uh, looking. Two strikeouts for Cy Nielsen today, and both of them against Cam Williams. That one looking. And oh, it was a slider. It was a little yeah. bit of a late call from the home plate umpire. Yeah, he he wasn't sure he was going to ring him up. Yeah, he tricked us there, Chef. I was like, <laughs> it looked good to me, and then he called it. So big out and a big strikeout for Cy Nielsen. Zach Zubia is coming up, and he's already responsible for three runs today on an inside-the-park home run that scored three in the first. Faltini at first, one out. 7 nothing Texas here in the bottom of the fourth. Jason Shepard, Tuckett Slade. The first pitch, strike one to Zubia. Size up to 79 pitches now, so be nice to see him put up another zero here and, and leave this outing with a little bit of confidence, Shep. Yeah, put up a zero in the bottom of the third, looking to do the same thing in the bottom of the fourth. 
And timeout is called. Sai taking a very long look at Faltini right before every pitch. He knows the speed that's at first base right now in Trey Faltini. The 0-1. This is outside. One ball and one strike. The designated hitter, Ivan Melendez, on deck. Beautiful ballpark here in Austin, Texas, on the campus of the University of Texas. The 1-1 pitch, and Faltini was on the move. The hit and run was on, but Zubia fouled it back to the screen. So... Faltini heads back to first, and the count one and two to Zubia. I like the way the Longhorns play offensively. They're aggressive. They're not afraid to run. You've seen them create action all three games so far, right? No matter what the score is, yeah. they're, they're out there. They want to be out there putting pressure on the defense every single time. Yeah, and I mean, none of these games have been like complete blowouts to where it's a 10-run rule, right? I mean, last night we just lost by six. Tonight we're down seven. But they're not stopping their game, and, and, and that's good because – we need all the work we can at defending different situations. And, and this is a game where anything can happen. The Longhorns 2-3, BYU 2-4. The 1-2 pitch, and the hit and run was on again as Faltini was on the move. The ball fouled off to the right side, and the count stays 1-2. and two. Melendez on deck. Gamble, Wilk, and Jelilich due up for the Cougars in the top of the fifth when we get there. For Cy Nielsen, I know he hopes it's right after this pitch it induces a ground ball. We shall see. The 1-2 and a ground ball to second base. Over to two for one. Over to first. Not in time. Looked like BYU was close to the double play. Nice job by Andrew Pintar, who had actually moved to the right. The ball went to his left. He was able to recover. Throw to second for the first out to get the go-ahead runner in Faltini. Watkins with the throw from second to first. Not in time, according to the first base umpire. So right now, Zubia is at first on the fielder's choice with two outs. And Tuck, you saw the replay. Was he safe? Yeah, he just barely beat that. Now Melendez looks at ball one. But the Cougars do get the runner at second base. So you get the force at second. The 1-0 pitch to Melendez. Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. Well, and Pinter did a really good job because he was heading towards the back because of the fake steal. Yeah, he, they, went, to yeah, right, he went to the right. And, and it was to his left. Had to come back and was still able to get the force. But I'm telling you, first baseman, man, he gets down the line. I cannot believe Zubia can. Obviously, he's proved to us he can run a little bit with the inside the parker. 
But inside the parkers were always because of a circumstance, right? Right. Either it, a lot of times I've seen it like hit off the side of a, a wall in a weird dimension and ricochet. Yeah, it, could, it bounces a weird way. But it usually or, happens when a player dives. Yeah. Right? Because now the backup has to go all the way and it makes it tough. And on that play, McIntyre, full extension dive, and the ball just got past him and, and rolled all the way to the center field wall. One ball, two strikes, two outs, and a runner at first. The one-two to Melendez. Good job. Ground ball, right to first base. Wilk gets the glove on it and steps on the bag. No run score in the bottom of the fourth. Back-to-back zeros by the Longhorns in the third and fourth inning. We'll head to the top of the fifth. BYU bats coming to the plate, trailing 7-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. 7-0 Texas. Ty Madden back out on the mound for the number 19 Longhorns as we begin the top of the fifth. Cole Gamble leading off the inning for the Cougars. The first pitch to Cole. Foul back, strike one. That should be pitch number 45 for Madden. And he's probably on a 90 pitch. So maybe halfway to his pitch count. So one thing was we've hit some balls hard, but we've hit him like the first pitch so it's not made him work as much as he we would like to gamble looks at strike two so cole falls behind zero and two already with five k's is ty madden now madden kicks and delivers the o2 high ball one it's always fun as a player when you face a guy like this because you know it's just a challenge like oh yeah here we go. Big stage. A lot of people watching. Great pitcher. Me versus you. Let's go. The 1-2 to Gamble. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Out number one in the sixth K for Ty Madden. Yeah, and that's the pitch that you have to lay off on. If he, if he throws that elevated fastball, it just keeps rising on you. High spin rate, and it's good luck you're not going to catch up to that. Salado, Texas' own Jacob Wilk batting with the bases empty and one out. Wilk struck out looking in the second inning. So far, Madden's everything that advertised, yes, right? Yes, he is. Still here in the fifth inning. That was 96, 95 miles an hour. Struck out Gamble on 96. The 1-0 to Wilk. You know, it's interesting. Strike one. Because last year, when you look at his, his his two starts that he had last year, two or three starts, and he's been here for a few years now, um, it was more like 90-93 with sync. You know, it was interesting. And then all of a sudden, you see this year, and it's like, wow, a huge velocity jump. 95 on that. A swing and a miss by Wilk. So, one ball and two strikes to Jacob. Yeah, when you have when you have a fastball upper 90s and then you can go to your slider and you can throw it for a strike, it makes it really tough. The 1-2 to Wilk. High and outside, evening the count at 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, tried to go to the slider right there. Good job, Jake, taking that. See, 2-2 two, two here, it's like it's a guessing game. You're just looking fastball and trying to adjust, but he throws so hard that if when you adjust, it, it makes it tough. 2-2 two, two pitch. Wilk fights that off and fouls it off to the right side and out of play. The ball lands on the concourse near the Longhorn Player Development Center. 
Temperature still 57 degrees. The 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss by Wilk. Out number two. And the batter will be Danny Jelilich. Came in as a defensive substitution. And now hitting in the seventh spot in the order for Hayden Latham. You know, Shep, I love all of our players. I think they're amazing. But I got a little bit more love for, for Jelly. He's just one of those kids that he's just, he's fought through so much in his career. He's such a natural, gifted athlete, has an amazing family. He just, he, he every year it's a little injury, that back injury, he just keeps fighting. And, man, I just wish he could have been healthy his whole career here at BYU. Now falls behind 0-2. No balls, two strikes to Danny Jelilich. Danny wearing number three. Cougars in the all-Navy, or excuse me, the all-gray with the Navy Cougars. It numbers. 98 right there. 56 yeah. pitch, and he throws the hardest one he has of the day. Danny fought it off. The count stays 0-2. What's your favorite BYU uniform that you we know, wear? Um, I like our new white pinstripes. I think those are really nice. The 0-2 pitch to Danny. Inside corner, strike three. And the Cougars go 1-2-3 in the fifth. 7-0 Texas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. New pitcher for BYU. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. McCade Johnson making his entrance into the game today. McCade, this is his second appearance, comes in with a 10.80 ERA, pitch one and two-thirds, five hits, two runs, both earned. And the day for Cy Nielsen is done. Cy, four innings, six hits, seven runs, all seven earned, six walks, two strikeouts. Yeah, it wasn't his best start, but I love the way he finished, right? His last inning was his best inning. And, uh, and hopefully he can build off that because uh, we're going to need Cy to have a really good season for us to, to really compete this year. Our Dwan, Kennedy, and Staley do up in the bottom of the fifth for the Longhorns. The catcher Silas Ardwan awaits the first pitch from Johnson. And it's on its way in for strike one. 94 mile an hour fastball there for McCade. I used to call him Jet Fuel because he throws so hard, but facing Madden, he's doesn't throw very hard at all compared. I mean, that's 95. 95 right? in the same result, strike two. Look at he's 6'6". Six, six. Mm -hmm. Dallas, Georgia, the righty. Had a save for us last year. Threw really well for us in the short season. The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Coming in, throwing all 90-mile-an-hour fastball. 94, 95, and 92. And Ardwan gets him. Sits down, heads back to the dugout for the first out. Nicely done there by McCade Johnson. Yeah, good start right there, absolutely. Another kid that we need to build confidence. He didn't have his best outing against Texas State. Gave up two earned runs in that outing. Kennedy looks at ball one from Johnson. 
7-0 Texas. The 1-0. Ground ball, chopped to the first baseman, Wilk. Takes it himself, three unassisted, and quickly two away. Yeah, very nicely done, two quick ones. Now the number nine hitter, Murphy Staley. Earned a walk in the second, flied out to center in the third. Officially 0 for 1 today. Staley swinging and fouling back to the screen. Strike one. 95 for McCade. It's an easy 95. Earlier this uh, spring, I still want to call it winter back home, but earlier this spring, it's the spring season we play in, um, he was up to 97 coming in and relieving in in an inner squad. So he's got a real great arm as well. It's just a little bit about location for him. Good slider. Was in the perfect location. Yeah, it's all Strike about two. for him. This is this this is great to see for our team because for him it's been he, he was he was hit around a little bit this fall, um, just throwing everything down the middle. But so far he's looking great. The 0-2 pitch, swing and Fantastic. a miss. Strike three and out number three. McCade Johnson wasting no time. Three up and three down go the Longhorns. Top of the sixth. After this, it's 7-0 Texas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Top of the sixth, the eight, nine, and one hitters do up. Abe Valdez struck out in the third. About to step to the plate for his second plate appearance, facing Ty Madden. Mentioned some other scores earlier in the broadcast from the West Coast Conference. Gonzaga, we'll get you that score in a second. Valdez, ground ball to Staley at second. Easy glove over to first. One pitch, one out for Madden. Gonzaga in the top of the six, trailing Dallas Baptist 6 nothing. Yeah, that was a crazy game last night. They were down 5 nothing, had a little bit of a rain delay, and then when they came back from the rain delay, they got going and ended up coming back and winning that game last night. Well, they trail 6 nothing in the top of the 6. San Diego leading Cal State Fullerton 6-1 in the top of the ninth. Now the batter, Brock Watkins, looks at strike one. How did the Dixie score end up their first year in Division I baseball? Yeah, let's, uh, let's go look at Dixie here. Well, they were trailing 3 nothing early. We'll get you that in a minute. The 0-1 pitch. Lined into right field. Hodo barely had to move and makes the catch for the second out. Real quick while I'm on this page, Oregon State, BYU's next opponent, facing Grand Canyon. They're in the bottom of the fourth, and Grand Canyon with a 1-0 lead over the Beavers. So, with two outs and the base is empty, Andrew Pintar will bat. And Dixie, by the way, lost 19 to five. Washington Dixie. State beat Dixie 19 to five. It was, it was close there, in about the fifth inning. 1-0 pitch in there for strike one. So one ball and one strike to Pintar. We play them later this year twice. The 1-1 pitch. Fly ball. 
carrying all the way to the warning track, but the right fielder Hodo is there to make the catch, and the Cougars go 1-2-3 in the sixth. Still 7-0 Texas heading to the bottom of the sixth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Another PZ Printing pitching change for the Cougars. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Number 37, Cooper McKeon in for BYU as we begin the bottom of the sixth inning. Just getting a couple final warm-up tosses. Cooper, his second appearance, he's pitched two-thirds of an inning, gave up two hits, three runs, three earned, three walks, does have two strikeouts. So on the mound for the second time here in the first seven games of the season for BYU. The Cougars 2-4. and four. The number 19 Texas Longhorns come into today 2-3, and three, and they lead 7-0 here in the bottom of the sixth. Leading things off, the leadoff man. That's how that works, Mike Antico. And the first pitch from McKeon misses away, ball one. Antico one for three, a single, and then a pop-out on a failed bunt attempt, and then fly it out to left. The 1-0. Fouled off to the left. One ball and one strike. Bottom of the third, Cal leading San Francisco 2-1. Earlier today, Pepperdine lost to number 9 UC Santa Barbara 7-6. Santa Clara and Stanford just underway and no score there. Now 2-0 to Antico, that pitch low and away. LMU hosting Utah in the top of the first. That's going to be fun to get a chance to actually play a series this year against (laughs) Utah. That's right. The 2-0 pitch, high for ball three. Again, Cooper... Coming in here, coach trying to get him some confidence as well. He struggled against Texas State, which he was so good for us last year. He was so dang good. But uh, he had three walks in that outing against Texas State. And only only got a couple of outs. 3-1. Misses away. That's a leadoff walk to Mike Antico. And that's how the bottom of the six begins for the Longhorns. Douglas Hodo the third, 0 for 3. Three flyouts. will step into the batter's box with a runner at first and nobody out. His team up 7-0. Also in the top of the first inning in the WCC, St. Mary's and Cal Baptist scoreless. What was that score? For St. Mary's and Cal Baptist? Yeah. Uh, they just started. Oh, okay. 0-0. The first pitch, outside, ball one to Hodo the third. The Cougars in the preseason picked fourth in the WCC. One ball, no strikes, nobody out, and a runner at first. Bottom of the sixth. A throw over to first, and Tico. 
gets back to the back. Hodo hitting 250. The 1-0. Now 2-0 to Douglas Hodo the third from Bourne, Texas. Six foot, 188 pound redshirt freshman. McKeon on the mound, delivers the 2-0. Now 3-0, and Cooper's having a hard time finding the strike zone. Yeah, same situation as I think it was on Monday that he threw. Just can't quite figure it out, which is so strange because he's he's been so he was so good for us last year, and he was the guy that kind of wanted the pressure and had some big outs for us, and he needs to get going again. We need him this year. Pitch in there for ball four, and that's back-to-back -back walks for Cooper McKeon. Runners at first and second, nobody out, and the batter, Trey Faltini, who's been on base all three plate appearances, a single in the first, and then earned a walk in the second and fourth inning. Pitching coach Michael Bradshaw and catcher Abe Valdez out to talk with McKeon. What's Shaw saying to Coop right now? I'm just slowing him down right here, letting him know the situation, letting him know there's a good chance they're going to bunt here, so be ready to just step and throw. But uh, just saying, hey, go out there, compete. Find your location, get your arm slot, and throw the ball and let it run like it normally does and, and get you a ground ball here. But if they bunt, just step and throw and, and, and take your out. The batter, Trey Faltini, number zero, Hitting with nobody out and two on here in the bottom of the sixth. Cam Williams on deck for the Longhorns. Cooper, 6'1", 185 from Matthews, North Carolina. McKeon delivers. Misses, ball one. He's got good stuff. I mean, that's 92 right there. you got to throw strikes. I mean, that's the one thing if you look at Wednesday's game. Why was Easton Walker so good? Because he commanded his own. He threw his fastball where he wanted to. A lot of these guys have better actual natural stuff than Easton, but Easton has a mentality, right? Undersized guy that doesn't throw 90-plus all the time, but he's an elite strike thrower. 1-0 pitch. Good. There it is, strike one. One ball and one strike now to Faltini. You know, Coach Shaw had a pitcher's meeting with the guys because um, the pitchers haven't struggled like this. Last year they didn't struggle. It was the offense. Um, he said, hey, just good is good enough. You don't have to be great. Just be good. Just go out and do what you do. That's good enough for us. right? Don't try to throw 97. Don't try to throw 100 miles an hour. Just throw your 90-92. Let it work and let your defense help. Right. 1-1 one, one pitch way outside. 1 and, or excuse me, 2 and 1. Yeah, sometimes you get in this situation, you just try and do too much. Yeah, I mean. It's we, like at the plate, you know, when right? you're down, you try and hit, you know. But there's nobody on base, you try and hit a four-run home run yeah. with bases empty. Exactly. I mean, it's just 
don't do too much. Just what you do is good enough. You're you're here for a reason, right? We put you in those situations. Just do you. 2-1 pitch. Inside, bounces away from Valdez, but he's able to jump on it quickly. I mean, when you're facing a good team like this, you just can't fall behind like this, 3-1 in these counts. Because now you're going to go dead red fastball, and Faltini, if he gets a good pitch to hit here, is going to hit a gap, and this score is just going to keep going. Three balls, one strike. Nobody out, two on. The 3-1 to Faltini misses. And that's back-to-back-to-back walks. The bases are loaded, nobody out. And the very dangerous, although not so far today, Cam Williams. Well, that's a borderline pitch. That's down, right? But had Cooper been pounding the zone consistently, sometimes umpires give you that borderline pitch. But he's missed so far all three batters that anything close... But you're not going to get the benefit not, of the you're doubt. You're not going to get it. No, you've got to earn that. And now you're facing their guy who had a big, you know, bases loaded double two at-bats ago. And you got nowhere to put him. Timeout called. Williams with two strikeouts, but a big two-run double in the second inning. And the first pitch into Williams, ball one. Again, that's another borderline pitch on the inner half that he's not he's not going to earn that. Bases full of Longhorns and nobody out. They already lead 7-0. The 1-0 to Williams. Popped it up, out of play, off to the right side and into the stands. And sometimes, Shep, things just start to spiral and they go the wrong way. Cooper didn't have a great outing his last time at Texas State. I was hoping he'd come in here and just dial it in and get back to who he is, and then he walks three straight. But he's got the stuff that he could get out of this and not give up a run. He literally could get a strikeout right here and then get a double play ball and not give up a run. That's how good he is. The 1-1 pitch to Williams. This is away, 2-1. I mean, in this situation, it's all about slowing yourself down, right? Because you're probably everything's sped up when you get into a little bit of a jam and you get a little anxious, and you got to be able to find that way to calm yourself down and then just rely on what you know you have. Absolutely. 2-1 pitch. Jammed him up the middle. Pintar will glove, throw to first. Man, I wish One he run will score. That. He was so close to catching that. Yes. Another run in. It's now 8-0. But the Cougars do get one out. Both runners obviously advancing up to second and third. The runner at third scoring. So an RBI ground out for Cam Williams. Well, that just shows you how good his stuff is right there, right? That was 93-mile-an-hour fastball in on the hands to Williams, who's a fantastic hitter, who, in my opinion, is the best hitter on this team. Just shows you how good his stuff is. But because you got three free bases, the, the easy jam shot out scores a run. So one out, the batter Zubia. Looks at strike one from yeah, McKeon. Good curveball right there. That's what I was kind of hoping. You know, you put him in a 7 nothing ball game, right? There's no pressure. There's no pressure, right? You don't need to go strike out three guys. You're down 7 nothing, and the other guy's throwing a no-hitter. 
right? Just go pitch, right? And so it's just one of those deals. And, yes, I said no hitter because I'm trying to kind of get that mojo going again. <laughs> the 0-1. That's just misses so close. one and one Not missed by much. That is so close. Eight nothing now here in the bottom of the sixth. One out, runners at second and third. The batter Zach Zubia. Zubia one for three. Fouls it back to the screen and now falls behind one and two. Game four tomorrow, the finale of the four game series. Three Central, two Mountain here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Number 19, Texas, looking the part so far in this series. Timeout is called. The 1-1. Actually, the 1-2 is a swing and a miss. Scoreboard had not updated itself. Big strikeout. And the second out of the inning. And that was a healthy cut there by Zubia. Yes, it was. Good pitch there by Cooper, though. And like I said, he's got the stuff to put him in, put himself in this mess and then get himself out of it. Look, it, bases were loaded and nobody out. If all that happens is one run scores... That's a win. That is a win. Absolutely. And that is a confidence builder for Cooper McKeon. Now facing the designated hitter, Melendez. And the first pitch misses. Ball it's, one. It, this inning isn't over yet, but if he's able to do that, Shep, then you're like, hey, I was able to get back to doing what I do well. Now I just got to not, not give three free passes, right. you know? Melendez, the redshirt sophomore from El Paso. The 1-0. Strike one. Melendez hitting 250 with four hits. He does have a home run. Four RBI, two runs scored. The 1 1 pitch. Ball two. Eight nothing Texas here in the bottom of the sixth. McIntyre, Deming, and Cowden due up in the top of the seventh, and timeout called by the BYU catcher Abe Valdez. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Dishfalk Field. The two-one ground ball will find the hole. And into right field. One run already in. The second run in is Faltini. Scores from second base. And that's a two-run single for Ivan Melendez. Yeah, did a good job of just fastball running away and just hit a nice little two-hopper through the four-hole. 10-0 Texas. And all three free pace. Bases end up scoring. That's right. That's what Locks happens. Coming back to haunt the Cougars. That's what happens. This game finds you. 
Ten runs on seven hits. The catcher, Ardwan. He looks to ball one that's, from that's McKeon. A, that's nine walks this game, Ship. Too many free passes. Way too many free passes, especially against a team like Texas that has shown they can take advantage of those. The 1-0 in for 1-1. One and one. I'll tell you what, the, the pitchers after this week, these first eight games are going to have to look yourself in the mirror a little bit and start to take a little bit of pride, right? Because 1-1 one, one, in for strike two. A lot of the a lot of the issues that's gone on, you know, is just not competing in the zone. Way too many free bases. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to think off the top of my head how many walks we have as a pitching staff this season. Well, coming into today, there were 20, 25 walks. So 25 plus eight now, right? So yeah, 33 walks. Swinging a foul out of play, the count stays one and two in the first seven games right yep that's not going to do it that's not going to cut it i mean that's just you're giving yourself a you're putting yourself in a hole when those things happen right and this it's not a talent issue there's there's so much talent it's one of the most talented groups we've had right and and now it comes down to taking some pride and executing and doing some things one two pitch wow. i don't know where that missed man that looked like strike 3 it's 10 nothing umpire come on help us out here where, look, where did that pitch miss? Uh, I guess like a, a little high. A little high. Boy, from our vantage point, that looked good. So two balls and two strikes. 2-2. Two -two. Ground ball will stay fair right over the third base bag. Deming, strong throw Atta to first boy. in time. Good play, Deming. For the third out of the inning. Three runs score in the bottom of the sixth. Texas will take a 10-0 lead as we head to the top of the seventh on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.